Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit ComEd.com forward slash home savings. Hey, I was wondering, Tom, we use your hey, I was wondering, you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. Uh, This comes to us from Maureen. Hey, Eric, about six months ago, I got a new laptop. Oh, cool. Good for you. (laughs) Uh, During that time, I uh, made the switch over from my old laptop to the new laptop, and over the weekend, I was cleaning some stuff up and found the old laptop. I was wondering, what do you do with old laptops? Do you just throw them away? Or is there something else you're supposed to do? I asked my boyfriend. He had no clue. I don't want it to sit on my desk for another six months as I wonder what to do, so I'm turning to you guys in the 530 Club. Thanks. Just wondering. Maureen. I'm so glad she asked this. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you do with an old laptop? You just mm. throw it away, or no, 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 very, no, very, no. very dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. Oh yeah, very uh, environmentally or personally, both. Okay, all right. Uh, does anybody know what you should do then? I, I, I sense uh, Papa Whip does. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, Papa Whip. Just based on. Just based on his general tone, I, <laughs> yeah. I think he has a full outline of proper disposal techniques and screening of his laptop for fear that uh, whoever's working for the sanitation service doesn't find out who he's been emailing. That's right. They're out there. I think. 312-233-1019. You got your new laptop. You're up and running. It's off to the races. You got your old laptop. It's just sitting there on your desk. It's been there six months, a year, two years, ten years. You go into Whip's basement, there's a stack of 74 <laughs> laptops. That's true. It's ugly. And Whip's got his uh, old computers that are yeah. the size of his basement still in his basement. 312-233-1019. What do you do to get rid of an old laptop? Maureen needs help. 530 Club. Do you have answers or do we turn it over to Papa? Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I've always donated my old laptop to schools. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. And then, you know, uh, in Whip's world, some uh, seventh grader is uh, now opening bank accounts in uh, Belgium in your name. They might be. You think that's possible, John? Well, you, you wipe the hard drive first. There, uh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I got to wipe that yeah. thing clean. Yeah. And then the question, thank you, thank you, John. Then the question becomes, how do you wipe or destroy the hard drive, Casey? So you just want to pull it out and then just uh, put a couple, take a drill and drill right through it, and they can buy a new hard drive if they want to repurpose the laptop, or you can just go take <laughs> Whip's pointing at me like, that's my guy right there, Casey. I'm going to get an apartment with that guy. That is what I was going to say. You drill a hole right through the hard drive. Well, okay, Casey, yep. what if you don't have a Wait, drill? What? what if Maureen doesn't have a drill around the house? Then what? Take a hammer to it. Take a hammer. I'll put it in the vice. Uh, or a vice. In a vice. Oh, that could be oh fun. My. That's like uh, therapeutic, yep. too. Yeah. It makes me want to go buy a vice. Yeah. Wow. Where, yeah, where do you get one of those? Vice? Yeah, Home Depot. They, sure. they do? Okay. Yeah. You're the Home Depot queen of the I Lowe's know, but I've queen. never bought one of those. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where do you find the uh, hard drive in there, Whip, if you want to remove a hard drive from your laptop? Uh, I, you know, I, I have only done it one time, and it was a long time ago. I remember hearing this and going, wow, what a great idea. So, I don't know. It's in there somewhere. Oh, I thought you guys were joking. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. No, you thought we were joking. Yeah, like, oh, take a drill to it. No, that's actually what is recommended. Oh, then it's there's lots of companies that just wipe them clean for you. Well, see, now Whip thinks those companies also are opening bank accounts yeah. in Belgium. <laughs> they may be. They're like, it's, they just walk up to a nameless, faceless company in a, in a strip mall and they go, we got it. Yeah, we'll wipe <laughs> yeah. it. No problem. <laughs> we got it. And the second you're out, they're like, send this to Germany. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. That's exactly right. Yep. Can never be too careful. Let's find out. 
How you feel about your family? <laughs> In one word only, Kevin Hart says his family is finding him annoying during isolation. I think mine does too. I think that feels pretty much oh. the same thing. <laughs> uh, you're finding your family to be what? 312-233-1019, Barbara. Frugal. Frugal. Frugal oh. family. Everybody's uh, tightening the belt. Okay, I got it. Bill. Ready to be done. Ready. Oh, Ready. Yeah. Quick and to the point. Oof. Jessica. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. No. Yeah. That's uh, on the line of annoying. Yep. At number three, John, one word to describe your family right now. Insane. Insane. Mm. They've <laughs> lost their minds. Stir crazy will do that. Mm. Number two, Rachel. Lazy. They do nothing. They do nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. They do nothing. And finally, in at number one, Nicole, one word to describe your family during the stay at home now? Chubby. Chubby it is. Chubby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you including yourself in that, Nicole, or just them? Yes, no, all of us. <laughs> uh, what do you think the average is among all of you per person, the average amount put on? <laughs> Oh, I don't even want to guess. Five pounds, 10, At 40, least. 70. Yeah. 70. You're not alone. No. You're not alone, Nicole. Many people no. are nodding right now. Stepping on the scale is a uh, well, an adventure in and of itself. For the record, I'm going to go on the record. I do not believe this. Mm. 42% of people are willing to drive several hours for great barbecue. Several, several hours? hours? Several to me means three. Yeah. It's more than a couple, which is two. <laughs> so that means almost half of society is willing to drive three hours to get good barbecue. That's just not true. <laughs> I'm not, I'm truly, um, there isn't a single food made that I would drive three hours that being my goal, like, oh, I've got to go get this particular right. item. I agree. There isn't one. You and I are not foodies. I wonder how foodies would feel. Even foodies. Three hours? I don't I don't know. Because yeah. I wouldn't. Maybe if you were, you know, going there already for other things. But we're talking about, you know, on a Saturday going at noon. Man, I want some of that Joe's barbecue. Three hours downstate. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Now the, I, there are going to be the occasional people that will do this, but forty-two percent. Yeah, right. that's really high. I wonder if it's like they everybody they pulled lives you know miles from nowhere, so they're kind of like when I go into <laughs> town, from Texas, I want you know, to get some barbecue. Oh, in Texas yeah. barbecue is, is a way of life. That's true. But still, you feel like if it's you're within Texas, three hours of everywhere right. in Texas, though, right? You don't need to drive three hours right. to get really good barbecue. 42% of people are willing to drive three hours, several hours for great barbecue. All right, so let me throw this at you. 312-233-1019. What are you willing to drive several hours for? Mm. Oh, it doesn't yeah. even have to be food. This is fun. Thanks. You know, I've... Oh, this I've been doing it for a living for a little while. Occasionally, I, I hit something. Well, I've been listening for a long time. Long Not time often. listener. Not often. You know, it's funny because I think I just thought of something that I might have done that, but I was it's a like, baseball game, isn't no, it? No, no, no. Well, that I would do, but I mean, that's a unique thing, you know. But no, no, a food. What food? Would you- well, I think that I just I think that just after college. Because we had La Bamba burritos in Champagne before mm-hmm. they put them everywhere else. Right. Uh, and they were so good. I think we drove from Chicago down to Champagne just to get a burrito one time because they didn't really? have them near us. Yeah. Wow. Pretty sure I did that. For a burrito? Yeah, they were really good. All right. I'm going to go back to part of that uh, statement. Pretty sure. 
No, I, I, I think I, your memory might have changed a little bit. I'm going to guess there were other reasons for well. the visit back to Champagne, and the burrito became the highlight of it. But it I find be. it hard to believe you were sitting in your driveway in Roselle, and even a college uh, student would be most likely to do something like this. Yeah. Sitting there going, all right, let's hop in a car and go get a burrito in Champagne. I think that might have been why we got the idea to go. Like, you know what? I could really use that. Let's do it. Right. That kind of thing. And I know it, it, there was probably more to it, but yeah, that was the impetus for it, though. Jamie? Yes. You did almost something exactly to what we're saying here. What'd you do? I was in Kansas City two weeks ago for barbecue. Just, just but for the did bar- you drive to Kansas City for the barbecue? Well, we were driving um, home from Denver, and instead of taking the short route, we took the long route to go to Kansas City so we could have barbecue. And we ate it in our car because everything was close. Oh, God. How much car, out of the way was it. it from point A to point B? Uh, I think like it, I think it added two and a half hours to our trip. All right. Oh, okay. Well, then wow. you're, I think that counts. you're one of the that 42%. That counts. <laughs> wow. You uh, drive out of your way to be willing to drive several hours for what, Tina? A clean beach. A clean beach. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because that's kind of like vacation. Would you drive back same day, or is that something you'd find, you know, the uh, Hampton Inn and stay there? Oh, no. We drive back the same day. We usually go to the Michigan dude. Huh. Not quite three hours, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Would you go somewhere? Would you make a multiple or multi-hour drive for a clean beach? Uh, I think maybe because that's almost like an all-day thing. Right. You know, so you're staying all day as As opposed opposed to just getting food and leaving. Right. Sitting in the parking lot to eat and then go, okay, now what? Right. Uh, You, Chris, would uh, drive several hours for what? Giant City Lodge or Chicken. Giant City Lodge Chicken. I'm not familiar with it, but I feel like I should be now. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. It's in Southern Illinois. Okay. Hmm. And what makes uh, their chicken so much better than your standard everyday chicken? It makes KFC look like nothing. It's just <laughs> okay. mouth-watering. Man, I like that you sound so passionate. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Giant and you can city. go there any time of the day, and it's just gorgeous. I mean, it's just mouth-watering. It's Oh, I thought you meant the area. Gorgeous. I, was gonna say, <laughs> the I don't chicken. know that I go gorgeous for, <laughs> for Southern Illinois. But hey, it's their own. Spoke to 10 of you off the air who have been working from home. Not primarily, but only working from home during this entire stay-at-home order. Among those people, Amanda. Yes. You've been working from home this whole time? Since March 15th. What do you do for a living? Accounting. Okay. If I gave you the opportunity, if your employer said to you, Amanda, you can now work from home forever. Forever. (laughs) Never come back. Stay there. You keep working, we'll keep sending you your check. Would you take that deal? 100%. Yes. Really? All right. You love it. Not even a remote waiver in there anywhere. No, because I cannot believe how many things in a mostly woman office used to cause me stress and tension <laughs> and that's all gone it's all gone wow, wow look stress at and that. Tension is gone. oh my god Making many people say all i feel at home is stress and tension uh hi amy yes you've been working from home the whole time as well yes i have and what do you do for a living uh control manager if i were to give you the same opportunity your employer said to you tell you what amy you can work from home forever would you take it or not take it I would not take it. No way. No chance. No how. 
Is that an easy decision? No, it's just the, the lack of uh, social interaction with other people. Right, right. Uh, the getting isolation. a little lonely. Yeah. 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 The old camaraderie with the coworkers, screwing around exactly. at the office, all that stuff, exactly. right? The days are just running into one another. Right. Yeah, that's true. Today is the exact same as yesterday, just like tomorrow will be. Right. We spoke to 10 people off the air because in a national survey, you know, Twitter told their employees they can work from home forever. Yeah. And many, many people are warming up to that concept now. Right. And even employers are going, you know, maybe we'll save on the commercial property. We'll have everybody work from home. For sure. Which, on the short term, seems like a good idea. But then you start to wonder, okay, well, what about these companies two years from now? They're going to be going, wait a minute, this was not a good plan. We, <laughs> haven't, we haven't seen Amanda for four years. <laughs> we don't even really know that she's actually still here. Right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like but a problem. paying her. But we spoke to 10 people off the air who have been working at home the whole time. They did not know the question ahead of time and said that if your employer gave the opportunity to work from home forever, would you do it? What do you think the results were, Melissa? Ooh, I'm going to say only 40% said they would. 40% said they would. I'll go 60. 60%. I was going to go 60. 60. The number of people from the 10 random callers who had no idea what we were going to ask off the air, only 30% said they would. Oh, okay. The other 70 are like, I've never wanted to go back to work more badly than right now. (laughs) They're sharing the story. Busy Phillips, the actress, admits, you know what? I'm not really getting along with my husband during quarantine. It's the worst. I mean, I obviously couldn't do it without him, but ugh, she said. Ugh. Yeah. You know, it's reached ugh status. Anybody listening who currently not getting along at home? Why? It's the little thing sometimes, isn't it, John? It's the... Yes, it is. It's my wife's inability to scrape the oatmeal off a kid's morning oatmeal bowl and let them sit there all day until I get home to have to do the dishes. Uh, then it's like cement oh, on there. It oh, it sure yeah. is. Yeah, they'll oh, never man. get that off all the yeah. way. You have to get one of those power drills that they use to break up <laughs> sidewalks. Totally. Just to get it off of there. <laughs> have you brought this up with her, John? Oh, every day. Every day. I, now I just come home and I giggle. I just laugh when uh, I look at the thing. See, go. yeah. Like, uh, you know, on day 10 of the uh, self-quarantine, it was driving you crazy. Now you just accept it reluctantly, but it doesn't mean you're going to get along about it. Uh, and what excuse does she give yeah. for not doing it? What's that? What excuse does she give for not doing it? So uh, she doesn't like doing dishes, so I always do the dishes. But all she has to do is just run the water into the sink. Right. She's wow. like, I don't, I don't like run running water. water. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like what right. a child does, right. a kid or Running water or is, is exhausting to me. I, I choose not to. I choose to let the uh, oatmeal cement itself rather than the simple task of running water. Thank I sent Sharpie note. Goodness. And I, I think I rattled him awake. Good. You know, old retired guy. He sleeps in, goes and gets coffee <laughs> with the guys, sit around with a bunch of old guys, curing the world's of, you know ills, and he takes a shooter for a walk. Yeah. And he has a sandwich, and he watch, watches Prices Right. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. Old retired guy stuff. Of course. Sharpie? Good morning, Eric. How are you? Uh, uh, great. <laughs> I, I figure you get all that accomplished by 1030 and then start thinking about lunch. Is that right? That's about it. Yeah, I just woke up. I made myself a coffee. I got that done. Nice. And uh, you're right. I got to take Shooter down to the beach. Yeah. The Shooter family relocated to the East Coast. Oh. Great news. The hockey's coming back. And uh, we were in Chicago long enough. No more school for the kids coming up. So we, uh, we're we on summer vacation. So I'm, I'm sleeping in on the East Coast. Nice for you. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, maybe you can help us, uh, because we're trying to sort this out. So the NHL, first of all, have you been following this at all as an old retired guy or not? <laughs> Uh, I, I hope you didn't bring me on to talk about the format of all this. 
That's Uh-oh. pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, from what we understand, I guess it's supposed to start in July. Were you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully. I mean, they'd like to start it sooner, I would suppose, but right. obviously there's some circumstances going on. So, when it starts, nobody knows uh, where it's going to be played. Nobody really knows. Right. Uh, but we do know that the NHL is coming back to finish their season. And that's good news for the Hawks because that means they get to play uh, a little bit of a playoff series against the Edmonton Oilers, best five, right. which is going to be cool. Perfect. All right. So I guess my question to you as a former hockey player is let's just suppose, let's just for the sake of discussion, let's suppose it starts after July 4th, okay? How much time are these guys going to need to get in shape? Like, is it two weeks? Is it four weeks? Is it, what is it? I would say is the minimum on the ice and uh, probably three weeks would be nice for these guys to uh, to get on the ice with the coach with the team and and then do some drills like this is kind of a wake-up call to everybody as far as like okay we're not starting next year like there is a right there is going to come a time when we're going to finish up this season so don't be uh sitting at the beach cracking beers and thinking that you're on summer vacation because like you. you're going to have to come back to week. But like me. Hey, like what you're doing. Don't apply. Broadcasters don't apply to that same theory. So we can drink as many beers as we want. I've seen it. All right. So now, okay, so that's, let's say, let's say they give them three weeks, okay? Then the series yep. starts up. Uh, and let's say uh, Hawks, Oilers. Do we have any idea? Is it best of three, best of five, best of seven? Does anybody even know? Uh, the first little play-in series is going to be best of five. Okay. which is quick and fast. Uh, the top four teams in each conference, they kind of get like a bye to what would traditionally be the first round of the playoffs. So right now 12 teams are in from okay. each conference. Gotcha. Okay, so top four from each conference, they deserve the chance to make the playoffs. So they're right. going to chill, play each other, right. kind of in like a, a preseason exhibition type format, even though follow me if you can, listen. Those points will count towards okay. ranking. Okay. Anyway, those four teams are in, and it's five versus 12, uh-huh. six versus 11, right, right, and so on. Right. Hawks are in that 5-12 matchup. So if the Hawks win, now they go to the final eight in the Western Conference, and it's just playoffs. Man. When you started playing hockey, did you think there'd be this much math? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I thought my job as a broadcaster is easy. I just get it to is. BS a little bit about what I see. But <laughs> right. all of a sudden, Gary Bettman throws, the commissioner throws this stuff at us. And now it's like i got to do interviews and explain it. I don't know what the heck's going on. All right, so that being said, all of that stuff, how about this? Let's suppose the Hawks and the Oilers play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this around from what I did earlier. And let's suppose, best of five, the Hawks sweep them. All right? Does that mean Edmonton, so they did three weeks of training, then played three games, now they're going to sit around till January when it all starts up again? <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, again. That's what they're going to do. But guess what? There's how many teams? Uh, seven teams? Right. That aren't even going to get to play. So they're going to sit around from mid-March until whenever next season starts. That's a long time off also. So you know, I think even if you come back to this little play-in series and lose, it's still an advantage because you get to train mm-hmm. towards coming back to play and you get to get with your team for a couple of weeks. You get to play some meaningful hockey. And then if you do lose out, you know what? It's not going to be too long before next season starts. That still is better than sitting on your butt like a broadcaster for nine right. months. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to think, too, those teams that aren't in, those guys are not the guys that you want to play golf against in the fall because their game's going to be finely tuned from, <laughs> exactly, from doing nothing all summer. right? 
That is a great point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. It's, they're going to take the old Brian Campbell approach. You know, right. put 12 hours of practice in a day and then just say, oh, I don't, I don't know what's happened. I guess I'm just getting lucky out here on the course. <laughs> yeah. I drove by a soups house the other day. He's hitting golf balls in his driveway, like in, in the wow. dark. Wow. I'm like, you are you really, that, really bored. my beard yet? What's that? Has he shaved down that beard yet, or has he still got it going? No, he's still got that going, that bright red beard. It's a good look. <laughs> I think you should keep it. How about you? Have you grown a beard? you really let yourself go? <laughs> yeah, right. I had one for the first uh, week or two of the shutdown, and then uh, NBC had me call in on some Zoom calls, and they were like, hey, dude, let's, let's uh, clean it up a little bit here. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot around here. Hey, dude, let's clean this up a little bit. <laughs> happens a lot a lot yeah uh, everything else going well for you yeah everything's good uh, life is happy There's not much school left so she doesn't have to teach our kids um, two good. little girls are pumped to be here at the beach and they're enjoying the sunshine so chicago was good though we were there for i want to say the two and a half months right. about 12 weeks of, of the shutdown and uh felt like a nice sense of community in lakeview everybody getting along oh, friendly yeah. waving Great. hello nodding to each other but uh, it's time to go on summer vacation, so we're out of Chicago for a while. As a, as a Canadian, back to the hockey real quick, I meant to ask you this. As a Canadian, uh, are you uh, mad and turned off and not going to take it anymore that you heard that they're probably going to play all these games here in the States? Uh, well, well. Mm-hmm. No. because no. as a Canadian, mm-hmm. I have an American wife, and I've lived in the States since I was 18, so... Mm-hmm. I kind of think I'm like 50-50 at this point, don't oh, wow. I? Don't I don't earn the right to kind of be uh, wow. a proud American at this point, even though I don't have the citizenship? That's fine with me. I don't know how Prime Minister Trudeau is going to feel about that, but I'm, I'm going well, we to we're not going to We're not going to run your show in Canada, so I can get away with that. <laughs> oh, you are so well, quick not, with the company. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right, buddy. It's good talking to you. Thanks for the uh, insight. All the best to you and your family. And you said you're headed to the beach today? Yeah, I'll make it my way down there after I take care of Shooter and, you know, yeah. kind of putter around the house a little bit. I'll make my way down to the beach. Is the tan getting savage? Got a savage tan going? <laughs> That's my goal for uh, from now until the playoffs start is to have the best tan on TV. So, oh, I bet. Plenty of time alone. Good, Good luck. for you. All <laughs> right, all the best. We'll catch up again soon, okay? All right, guys. Stay healthy. Nice talking to you. All right, buddy. I appreciate Bye. it. There he is, yeah. our good friend Patrick Sharp. All right, did that lend some uh, some insight into how all this is going to unfold? All I heard was a lot of math. It was. Well, we it know the Hawks confusing. are in. That's all you need right. to know. Let us know when the games are. We know the Hawks are in, and we know they're going to play Edmonton. That's exactly right. Where? When? How long? Nobody has a clue. Now, right. they'll let us know before it starts, though, I'm sure. I would hope so. 312-233-1019. Here's how long couples should date before getting married, according to relationship experts. How many months? We're going in months. Uh, Melissa, what do you what do you think? Um, goes over ten. Ten we'll months. We'll get back to you. All right, ten months. Whip. Eight months. Uh, Violetta. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. What do you say there, Mora? Twelve months. Twelve months. No, I'm sorry. A little bit longer than that. Oh. How long, Greg? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. You're an F. Nope. Not quite that long. <laughs> Patricia, on average, how many months should you date before getting married? 15 months. That's exactly right. 15 months. Nice. Interestingly Uh, enough, they said the experts did somewhere 12 to 18, so we said the average. Split the difference. hmm. 
or at 15 months. Hey, a lot of math on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. A licensed marriage and family therapist, uh, owner of a company called Relationship Reality 312, says the recommendation is usually 12 to 18 months, Melissa, at minimum. You should date someone before getting married. How long you and Zoom Jim been Zoom dating? Uh, two and a half months. All right, so you're well on your way. That's right. You're well on your way to making this happen. Next summer, let the love flow. Yeah, okay. Couples who met, uh, I'll get to that in a second. I think. Quarantine is forcing new relationships to move at warp speed. Couples are spending a lot of time together and asking each other thought-provoking questions to learn more about each other. You know, like, if your birthday was I'm 10 and yours was 7 minus 2, wouldn't that be fascinating? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I have so uh, Relationships are growing deeper with meaningful conversations like the one you just heard. Bonding during a crisis is real. I know, it is real, right? These are people, though, that are finding they were in new relationships. The pandemic hit, the stay-at-home order hit, and they're staying together, meaning they're they're self-quarantined with each other. Right, right, right. right. You and Zoom Jim don't have that yet. Oh, no, 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 we don't. In fact, there's a couple, this was kind of interesting, I thought, who met on a dating app and decided to go to Costa Rica on their third date Uh just before the pandemic hit. And remain stuck in Costa Rica. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Well, I guess if you're stuck, that could be a fun place to be stuck. Not if you're with somebody on a third date that you're not 100% certain <laughs> oh. you should have gone to Costa Rica well, they're in the first place. <laughs> they're going to find out for sure one way or another if they're meant for each other. Just before the outbreak was declared a full-blown pandemic in March, Matt Robertson and Connor Lee bought flights to Costa Rica as airlines began to lower their ticket prices. They're like, let's do this. Yeah. We barely know each other. This sounds fun. <laughs> You know, you know what happened from there. A trip was only meant to last five days. It's now lasted more than 60, and technically this is still only their third date. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. World's longest date. I wonder, yeah. if, I wonder if they'll stay together. That is really interesting. Do you I think wonder if they would. Do you think they'll stay together? Well, I'm going to say no. No. But the, the, the bonding thing, like, do you think that the quarantine bonding is only going to last during quarantine, and then afterwards you're going to realize, like, whoa, like, that was fun while it lasted, no more? Could, potentially could, but I back suppose. to the question, do you think this couple stays together? Nah. No. Definitely, no? Definitely, yes. You know how you find out. These are the five Zodiac signs most likely to ghost you after Zoom dating. Are you serious? Yeah, I was going somewhere with this. Oh, my gosh. These are the five Zodiac signs most likely to uh, to ghost you after Zoom dating you during all this time. And, you know, on Friday, this gets lifted. You never hear from this person again. Wow. We're Let, about to find out if Melissa or Zoom Jim are on here. We're going to ghost each other. Now, oh Melissa, when uh, was Zoom Jim's birthday? Or is it? So it's uh, June 10th. June 10th, 610. And, yeah, he's an Aquarius, a Gemini, a Gemini. The other Aquarius. Yeah, he's a Gemini. (laughs) He's a Gemini. Yeah. Okay. In at number five on the Zodiac Zone signs. Oh, God, come on. Most likely to ghost you, Aquarius at number five. Aquarius at number five. (laughs) Wait, is that you? That is me. Oh, that's what I thought. No Zoom dating for me. Sagittarius is number four. Oh, trouble, trouble. Scorpio is number three. Mm. Cancer is number two. Number two. Okay. And finally, the top zodiac sign that will ghost you after Zoom dating you. 
I'm going to hand it to Violetta. Oh, oh God. Who's in the studio with me so she can see that I'm not oh, creating man. answers here. What's Come the number on. one sign? Oh. Gemini. Ah-ha! Oh, wow. Look at that! I give up! I didn't make it up. It's right there, isn't I it? Wow. It's right there. Ah, the mix. 312-233-1019. Hey, Eric, I've been quarantining with my fiance. I realize that we're probably going to be better off as friends than lifetime partners, which caused Melissa to flip back in her chair. A lot of doubt this hour in Melissa's mind. <laughs> yeah. around. Living with him has given me new insight into who he truly is. Some of his habits and nuances are driving me crazy. Not surprising. I love him. But I'm not in love with him now, I don't think. My sister says I'm going stir-crazy and I'm stressed because of the coronavirus. She says it'll pass. We should get married because we love each other. My best friend says, what are you, crazy? <laughs> Quarantining with my fiance has been the best thing because now I know my true feelings and I shouldn't marry him. What do you think? A lot of people have very strong opinions like Hello. Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. I think there are her true feelings and she should run. Not just not just break up, but actually run. Mm. Yes. Yep. Run quickly. Run. Run fast. Run far away. All right. What do you think, Diana? Uh, I think she should not marry him. Absolutely. Really? If you if you're quarantined and you can't stand someone, uh, the rest of your life is a very long time to be stuck with someone that you're not happy with after two months. <laughs> if you're ever time. using the phrase "be stuck with someone," it's <laughs> probably a sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think, Courtney? Hi. Hi. And welcome. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Nice to see you. What do you think? I don't agree. My husband. Oops. (laughs) And I lost her. Unbelievable. Really? All that work and I lost her. Boy, am I a dummy. (laughs) Whoops. Courtney, call back. I was on that one's on me, Courtney. Hey, Heather. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. What do you think? I think that after the quarantine that she should take a break. And then if she misses them and wants to be back with them, then get back. But if it's just like, eh, then she should uh-huh. probably not, you know, not carry this out. Because, yeah. you know, marriage is supposed to be forever. And then you have to go through divorce right. and all that. It's horrible. Now, I would uh, do it. you say they should take a break. What are the rules on that oh, break? You know, we were on a break. Oh, like, can you date while you're on that break or not? Ah. Uh, I think it's for self-reflection. I don't know. If you want a date, then that's a clear sign that you don't want to go back uh, to them. Oh, is that right, So they should take a break, but not really take a break in the way with each other. Hi, Marianne. What do you think? I think she should run for the hills. Find hills and run for them. <laughs> Locate yes. hills and run. Okay. Wow. Yes. Clean sight. Hey, look who's back. Hi, Courtney. Hi. I'm Hi sorry. Back. Sorry about I'm that. Back. Sorry about that. Uh, what do you think? Um, I don't agree. Okay. I think that my I've been with my husband for ten years and he drives me nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I know that he's the one and he's the only one who's there for me a hundred percent of the time. So I think I think he's going to get on your damn nerves if you're with him twenty four seven. Right. The next one's going to drive right. her nuts too right. and get yeah. on her damn nerves. So stick yeah. with the one she's got now is what you're saying. She already knows how he gets on her nerves. So right, it's ahead of the game, really. The yeah, devil you right? know is better than the devil you don't. <laughs> Ignore all oh, the signs. Ten years. I can't even stand the guy. <laughs> oh, God. And it's better than the other guys I can't stand. <laughs> Good advice. Thank you, Courtney. On Tidbit Wednesday, all the stories that we haven't had a chance to run down for you and analyze until this moment. I got a lot of them on Tidbit Wednesday at 918. You know, Michael Jordan 
Everybody continues to talk about The Last Dance. It went from the greatest documentary ever to the worst thing that's ever happened ever to anybody ever in basketball. Yes. Oh, jeez. Sure. Everybody's mad now. People are saying uh, Michael told stories that weren't true. Horace Grant's mad. Scotty oh, Pippen's mad. mad. They don't like the way they were portrayed. Portrayed? Michael okay. Jordan. A game-worn 97 Bulls uniform just sold for a record $288,000 at auction. Oh, yeah. If you had unlimited amounts of money, would you buy something like that? Well, yeah, if I had unlimited, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what you could just it. like. It, you yeah. wouldn't feel that. Yeah, if I wouldn't feel it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but would you want it? See, the question would be more, you know, if you had a budget, would you be willing to go over your budget in order to get this? Or you might have to make sacrifices in other parts of your life in order to enjoy it. Unlimited money. But like, yeah, I'll take my private jet there, too. Can, uh, I hi- can I hijack this for two seconds? Sure, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> because, uh, so, remember how I have the Will Purdue warm-up from back in that era? How can I forget? Era? <laughs> yeah. So, it occurred to me during the last dance that sometime in that era, I also bought some playoff game-worn Tony Kukoc Nikes. Boy, you know what I? Th- you yeah. know what they're saying about you right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, I'll make the long story very short. I just sold them on eBay yesterday. Stop it! And now was Somebody the ri- bought them. Now was the right time to sell them. Let me just say that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How much? How much you make? Is it weird to say? No, I'm curious. Okay, you want? Is it weird to say? I mean, oh, I, I don't know. If, it, if it's was like ten thousand dollars. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was a thousand dollars. I thought that was pretty. Congratulations! Good. Damn, wait, what did you pay for it to begin with? Well, it wasn't a great investment if you look at it. I made very, very no, 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 no. I made a I made a very, very, very little bit of money, but hey, I got it back. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, you got it back. Nice to see. Uh, And since uh, you're looking for things to see, you know that documentary on Netflix is the most successful documentary of all time. They're saying on Netflix, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, So Netflix is like, man, we gotta get more of these. A new Netflix documentary is gonna is going inside. The High Stakes Road to the National Spelling Bee. You see the promos for this? Oh, my God. Yeah, they are messing around. Wow. This is serious stuff going on here. You've seen the spelling bees like many times on TV before. Right. The kids are just like ridiculous. Well, and everything that you think these spelling bees, what they're all about, it's uh, there's way more going on there than you could ever imagine. Oh, no. I don't know if I want to see the dark side. You know what they say in them. Mm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Yep. A lot of smack talk in yep. spelling Oh, boy. Mike Tyson was offered eight figures to get back in the ring. More yeah. than $10 million to get back in the ring and allow somebody to punch him in the head some more. Why not? I still don't. Uh, I, st- I don't. I wouldn't want to be the opponent. That used to be a thing. Like, wouldn't you get in the ring for $20 million with Mike Tyson? And Well, I'm guessing some of the opponents, Yeah. Uh, you know, are, are boxers who are... 20 years younger than him. That's right. What I was say. And he hasn't been in there, so I'll take the young guy. So they're yeah. not going to do like the same age group, same body no. weight. It's been 15 uh, years. Well, they'll do the same body weight. That's part of the deal, but okay. they can't put you in there against Andre the Giant. Especially now. Does he need right. the money? Uh, well, I think the, he always needs the money. He doesn't, like me, Melissa, he doesn't what? have unlimited funds. <laughs> but he could like just if he just, but he probably spends it on crazy stuff right. the minute he makes it. It's been 15 years since Mike Tyson publicly stepped into a ring. Really? Privately, we don't know. Could have been like last <laughs> Thursday for all we know. Stop. 
Halsey broke her ankle in a kitchen mishap. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yeah. uh, no. I was loading a dishwasher, and I pulled the door down to load the dishwasher, and the kitchen floor was wet, and I tripped over the dishwasher and fractured my ankle, says Halsey. Oh, no. Who also revealed that she's studying law so she can take the bar exam. I saw that in the same Instagram post. Right. I'd like <laughs> you to meet minute. my attorney, Halsey. Wasn't wow. Kim Kardashian doing that, too? She is as well. Mm. Yeah, so... While you're breaking your ankle, at least it, uh, your limited mobility allows you a lot of study time for the bar exam. Mm-hmm. That's one of the worst breaks. Uh, Violetta had uh, mentioned earlier the tequila mm-hmm. fascination. Tequila fairies are delivering thousands of bottles to out-of-work hospital employees. They're thinking, all right, well, you're out of work. You're home alone. We appreciate you still. Here's a bottle of tequila. Yeah, tequila weather starting. To- I don't know that that's the best gift to give, but it's a gift nonetheless. So I guess yeah. I in the mouth on that, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. What does that mean? The owners of the tequila brand uh, say they've been mobbed with requests for free tequila after offering bottles mm-hmm. of their spirits, Tequila Ferry, to restaurants and bar employees who are currently out of work in parts of Missouri and Kansas. Okay. Just see the video and you should watch it if you haven't. The engineer who built a ninja warrior course for his backyard squirrels. Yes. What? It is for unbelievable. Yeah. No way. How do yeah. the squirrels know to, to do it? Well, they're following along with a different they're little... Uh, trying to get like to food, food, I think. Yeah. Food yeah. Yeah. gets them there. Yeah. It is fascinating. He trained the squirrels. Ooh, I want to see didn't, that. He didn't train them. He just uh, built a... Well, but he's kind of training them. They are kind of like nature's course. ninjas. You right. know, if you put the incentive there for them, they'll do anything to get it. Cool. After building and installing a bird feeder in his backyard, ex-NASA and Apple engineer Mark Rober, so he's a dummy, um, <laughs> noticed he had a problem. Squirrels kept eating the what? food meant for the birds. The obvious solution, create an insanely elaborate Ninja Warrior-esque obstacle course for the squirrel. Oh, I have to see this. Mark Rober got the Ninja Warrior point after testing out multiple squirrel-proof bird feeders and said, nah, this isn't going to work, so I have to do it. Rober goes to insane lengths to make sure his obstacle course is squirrel-proof. There are mazes, rope bridges, catapults. Uh, multiple different things the squirrels have to work their way through to get to the food. Um, and he's young and really cute. There you go. And that's, like, what's, that's what's most important in this story to Violetta. Well, I just mean like when you said right. I didn't picture him to look like that based on his criteria. Oh, way to stereotype. Yeah. Uh, India. <laughs> I thought he'd be older. Has detained a pigeon on suspicion of spying for Pakistan. Oh, man. You or know, as like former a- President Obama said. Pakistan. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A pigeon which was caught with a coded message has been captured by Indian police after being suspected of being a spy. A spy pigeon. Villagers gave the pigeon to police on Sunday after it flew into a woman's house in Manyari along the border which separates India and Pakistan-controlled parts of Kashmir, one of the world's most contested borders. The pigeon was reportedly carrying a coded message and is thought to have something uh, something to do with Pakistan. Possibly a trained pigeon spy. This has got Homeland written all over Totally. It. You know, I'm, uh, I'm Homeland crazy. So I yeah. know. You love it. Turtle crashes through Georgia driver's windshield on the highway. Hmm. A turtle? Yeah, and the turtle is lodged in the windshield. How did the turtle, <laughs> like, get up there? The well, it turtle? probably got hit and spun uh, it up and, you know, one oh, of those kind of things. Oh, man. A Georgia driver warning mortars after turtle came flying through her windshield. Beware, Savannah, flying turtles, said LaTanya Lark. Lark was driving on the highway with her brother when she spotted what she believed was a brick in the air heading towards her. Oh, my God. Within seconds, the turtle smashed through her windshield just inches away from her brother. Uh, Police are not saying uh, how everybody is, but we're hoping the best for the turtle. I'm kidding. I love turtles. Yeah, turtles. They are really cute. And finally, on Tidbit Wednesday, a new study says babies know when you imitate them, and they like it. Oh, really? 
Yeah, they, yeah, they, they smile. Can, like the baby's laying back going, that's not your real voice, but I, but I like it. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Uh, I'm digging it. Keep, keep talking to me that way. I'm yeah. really enjoying this. It's baby talk. Six-month-old infants recognize when adults are imitating them and perceive the imitators as more friendly, according to a report out of Sweden. The babies looked and smiled longer at an adult who imitated them as opposed to when the adult responded in other ways. You know, like looking at the baby going, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they like that responding. high-pitched sound. Yeah. Hey, you know your way around babies. What are you doing, little baby? Hey, baby. <laughs> Cute little baby. <laughs> let, me, l- let me know when you're done. <laughs> you your God. <laughs> That was extra. <laughs> Oprah meets. Your face. <laughs> <laughs> Just, let me know you're finished so I can wrap this up. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings.